It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hello, friends. Lane Nordland here. Thanks for joining us for the LaneCast Ag Podcast, where we will continue to have agriculture conversations with individuals that play a role in food and fiber production here in the United States. And as farmers continue to wrap up the spring planning or spraying or just getting chores done out on the operation, many folks might be thinking there might be an easier way to plan and look at my farm management model. So that's actually what we will be discussing here today on our next edition of the Whipfleet Spotlight on Agriculture. We're discussing farm management platforms, tools to help farmers work smarter and not harder. We'll be joined by Whipfleet's Robert Zondag and Conservices' Pat Christie. It's a great conversation about utilizing 21st century technology as a farm management tool. We'll be back with that conversation after this. You deserve to work with an accounting firm that understands that agriculture is a way of life as much as it's a way to make a living. At Whipfleet, we not only understand tax law, but also the agriculture industry. Our dedicated team of ag professionals can help you navigate tax complexities, help your farm or ranch operation with accounting and payroll setup, and assist with specialty tax services like R&D studies and more. So whether you need tax planning and preparation or traditional accounting assistance, call one of our offices or visit whipfleet.com today. All right, friends, as we come back with our next edition of our Whipfleet Spotlight on Agriculture, we're going to continue to talk about how Whipfleet is a partner to farmers and ranchers out across the countryside and how they provide tools, not just those typical accounting or CPA thoughts so many producers have when it looks at when we look at the tools that Whipfleet provides ag producers out in the countryside. We are going to look at 21st century technology that Whipfleet and its partners are utilizing to help make farmers more profitable out in the countryside. And joining us today is Whipfleet's Robert Zondag, and also with Conservus Pat Christie joins us here today. As I mentioned in our introduction, Whipfleet and Conservus have a great partnership, and they provide farm management platforms and tools so producers can work smarter and not harder. But First off, uh, as most producers always bring up the weather in conversations, uh, Robert, I'll ask you first, uh, how is the weather out in Milwaukee here today? Well, I have to say between the three of us talking, I think we have the best weather. It's upper 70s and uh, partly sunny, so perfect for this time of year, Lane. (laughs) And Pat, welcome to the podcast. Uh, You are calling in from Minneapolis. How's the weather out your way? Well, you know, I, I, I I'm uh, uh, sadly have to say it's it's cloudy, uh, it's low 70s, it's humid. Uh, uh, summer's not here yet. <laughs> well, and and I'll throw in, I, it's good news when we get moisture, especially here in the West, where we are just severe to exceptional drought conditions. At my house right now, we have about seven inches of wet, wet snow. A lot of branches are broken. Uh, I saw some neighbors that were out of power, but you know what? Uh, we need this moisture, and I know all of our producers are happy to have this much-needed moisture. So uh, it, it was 60 degrees a few days ago, I must add, but that's just typical Montana weather that we're dealing with. But I just want to welcome both Robert and Pat to the show here today, uh, continuing to talk uh, about these opportunities that producers have with 
with partnering with Whipfly and, and also the partnerships that Whipfly has with uh, so many of these uh, great agribusinesses and technology companies that are out there. And as uh, more and more producers are starting to realize the importance of farm management software that centralizes, manages, and optimizes the production activities and operations on farms, that's where it's going to uh, really center our conversation here today with Conservus and with Whipfly. But uh, Robert, uh, I, I want to learn more about you. I, I know our, our, our listeners and our audience are always eager to learn about our guests and, and their roles uh, that they play in agriculture and the backgrounds they had. So, so Robert, I'll, I'll give you the floor. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, how you came to be at Whipfly, but also that agriculture background that you have as well. Oh, thank you, Lane. Absolutely. Well, I came to be at Whipley mostly because prior to joining Whipley, I was a Whipley client for about a decade. Uh, my background is as a business owner and uh, executive in, in financial services. I'm passionate about agriculture because I've done ag lending throughout my career, but also, Lane, because my family, I grew up on family farms and around farming and agriculture, and my brother now owns the family farm um, through his uh, through his wife's side. And uh, I think we forget that the food we eat is predicated on the backbone of a strong and robust farming and ag culture within the United States, Lane. Well, again, thank you so much for sharing more about your background and your connection to agriculture and your appreciation for agriculture. I think that's so important as we build relationships uh, out in the countryside and whether you're involved in production agriculture or not, or you're one of those great stakeholders and uh, uh, partners uh, to farmers and ranchers. Uh, that's why I really enjoy having these conversations and, and sharing all that uh, Whipfully and, and now Conservus is going to be uh, uh, talking about improving providing uh, producers so many opportunities to be successful. Uh, on now to Pat Christie. Uh, uh, Pat, uh, could you uh, share a little more about yourself, and then I'll let you maybe talk about Conservus and the role that they play in bringing producers into the 21st century and supplying them with the right technology to help producers exceed out in the countryside. Sure, sure. A little background on myself. I'm, a, <clears throat> I'm an entrepreneur by trade, and what, what I jokingly say to people is no one would hire me. So I had to start my own companies, uh, uh, which actually brings me close to my farm friends and clients because our farmers are some of the most entrepreneurial people I get to work with. They're, they're exceptional in, in dealing with risk and opportunity. I grew up in a small farming community in Minnesota. Uh, so I didn't have, didn't grow up as a farmer's uh, child, but all my friends were farmers. And uh, uh, I was into building uh, muscle cars uh, as a kid. And guess where the best tools and the best garages were? Every farmer <laughs> always had the best garage. So I spent a lot of time with my farm friends and, and really appreciate the hard work uh, and, and the entrepreneurialism of the farmer. And then professionally in my career, I've actually been in, in technology and uh, most notably ended up being a part of a company that helped build the network for the Navy in the U.S. So really large scale technologies and uh, but always coming back to my roots, always coming back to my roots. And when we started Conservus, we were actually focused on carbon, of all things. We weren't actually focused on the business of the farm. It was some farmers who came to us and said, it looks like you have some technology that might actually help solve for some of the things that we're trying to do around organizing data around the farm, collecting it in a way that it can be used and put to work. 
And you know, who doesn't love a good problem to solve, right? I mean, the best, the the the, the you know, entrepreneurial mindset is how can we solve problems that matter? And so we started to spend a lot of time with farmers across the country, uh, family farms of, of you know of all types of production, and and really just went in and said, what is it you're trying to do? How can we help bring technologies to you that actually make sense, easy to use, provide value? What are the problems you're trying to solve for? And the things we kept hearing over and over again: make it easy, bring it all into one place. I don't want to have to chase information. I want it to come to me, and I need to use it. I need to put it to work. How can I work with my landlord? How can I work with my banker? How can I work with my crop insurance agent? How can I start to make better decisions? And so as a team, interestingly enough, one of our other founders came from Schooler, used to run, used to run their uh, country operations, so he understood merchandising. Another one of the founders came out of Cargill, uh, was the head of emerging technologies at Cargill. Uh, another one of the founders came out of uh, financial services and systems. So... Uh, kind of an interesting group of people at the right time with a group of farmers. And we started to build uh, uh, a system that's in the cloud. So you don't have to install technology. Uh, and we started 10 years ago, which, you know, the iPhone's only 11 years old. So we were <laughs> in the early days of uh, this technology becoming uh, readily available. And today we're in the U.S., Canada, Australia. We have clients in all forms of row cropping and permanent crops. Well, Pat, thank you so much for your introduction and your introduction of service because uh, we're, we're going to focus on all these opportunities that producers have through farm management platforms. And, and Robert, when we look at farm management platforms, they are becoming a necessary tool for farming operations. When you're working with clients uh, through Whipfly, uh, what are some of the questions you get, maybe some of the concerns, but what, what, what are the recommendations that you make when you're working with these producers that are maybe unsure of utilizing these new technologies that truly will help uh, keep the operation going for a few more generations? Yeah, Elaine, I think it's a great question. The first thing is, you know, here at Whipley, our team recognized that we needed to have greater depth and tools to be able to help our ag clients understand their operations, understand how to plan for that transition among generations because it is a significant event. And so we really did our research looking at best-in-class solutions, and that's how we came across Pat and his group. And when we talk with our ag clients, what we are finding more and more is that there is a knowledge that you can get data to run your farm or your operation better. And that we know that those operations that are using software or some of the tools that are out there are able to price better, have a better control over the cost of inputs, and then have better discussions about uh, where they need to plan, what type of lending they need to get from their bank, and also how they're going to uh, really transfer knowledge to the next generation. And what we're finding is really having significant conversations around moving away from maybe a spreadsheet or just having the knowledge in our head and what kind of tools are available. And for us, it was really important to find an independent organization that focused on the farmer, that focused on the operation, and that wasn't going to turn around and use 
the data against the person who's using the system. And, and that's really why we fell upon working with uh, Conservist and, and helping our ag customers find a tool that is very simple to implement, very simple to use, but yet has all the power and sophistication that you could find in any other business and any other industry lane. And Pat, as we, <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat, better make an edit there. See, I, I told you I'm the one that flubs everything up here. So. <laughs> We, st we still have time to, to screw up ourselves. <laughs> yeah, worry. And Pat, as we look at the platform and the tools that Conservice is providing producers, could you maybe walk us through from the farm management aspect? How, you know, how do how does it help enhance yield? Uh, greater insight into activities out in the field, their input costs, uh, planting, harvest. How does the technology in the programming going into this make it easy to use for a producer and maybe paint a picture of how that platform is set up through technology, whether that being a, a smartphone, cloud technology? Uh, what does that look like for producers unfamiliar with your product? Sure, sure. So, um uh, I wish I could give you a, a, an image over this uh, podcast, um, but the the way to think about it is we follow the cycle of the farm. So, you know, before any crop goes in the field, you're going to have a plan. Whether that plan's in your head on a piece of paper or a spreadsheet, we provide a tool to capture the essence of that plan, turn that into a financial budget. As you start to procure inventory, we give you the tools to procure inventory to track those costs, and then to manage that inventory as it goes into the field. And tools, all the tools around that process, so work orders to actually make work happen, uh, in, uh, the ability to take information from John Deere and climate directly, so as work is being done in the field, you're starting to remove data entry, right? Part of ease of use is having, you know, remove data entry or remove uh, double data entry, which is kind of frankly, how things have been done for a long time. Do it once, do it again, do it again. Farmers get fatigued. <clears throat> but, you know, follow that cycle of the year all the way through the production in the field. So as you continue to apply agronomic recipes, as you're observing things, you know, we're capturing at every point. But we also have smartphone uh, and tablet applications. So in the field at the moment, you can capture and get information. And then into harvest. And frankly, harvest is where we started because that's where the paycheck of the farm is really material, right? So how do we capture every load from a combine to a grain cart to a semi to on-site inventory to a final destination and then true that up with a financial outcome, a delivery receipt and a payment? And in the case of grain operations, you know, by having that whole view of the year in one place, you can start to find opportunities and some of those opportunities are actually not yield oriented it's amazing how many loads of grain get accounted to the wrong elevator name there's 10 johnsons at the elevator and your load got attached to the wrong johnson well unless you're really tracking that load as it goes out to market you may not recognize it with the hundreds of delivery receipts you might be cataloging same on inventory and you probably experienced this yourself i ordered five gallons i got three or, or Maybe it works to your advantage. I were five gallons, I got 10. No. But there's a discrepancy, right? And how do you really start to measure the ins and outs 
but yet make it easy, right? It, it, it has to be easy to do. And so we take that whole cycle, and then what we do, and what we've invested in greatly, is removing data entry. Integrate with weather systems, integrate with uh, chemistry databases, integrate with the machinery itself, integrate with the accounting systems, so we can take the indirect costs, insurance, uh, overhead, data, labor. How can we take those indirect costs and bring it into the farm dashboard to reveal cost of production by crop field, you know, to reveal profitability at a zone level, right? You start to get into a, a level of analysis that you can now zoom in and make better decisions for this season and for the next. So that's, that's kind of the high level. Is that resonate? No. I, I think that is a, a great description. And, and Pat, uh, I, I'm going to uh, stick with you on this question. When you're working with producers, and maybe they are, are, are questioning, uh, looking at this, uh, you know, maybe it's maybe the, 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 the child has come home from college, they're looking at being a part of the operation, they find your services, they see the potential, but now it's time to talk to the parents at the kitchen table and discuss, hey, this is how both of us can still be on the farm full time. Um, how do you educate producers about the value of their agricultural data and its impact or potential in, in helping look at that bottom line a little more? Yeah, I think um, uh, when, when times are good, you can hide a lot of – you can hide your sins in sales. It's kind of the language we've used, right? When times are tough, and almost all farmers know tough times, knowing your cost of production, knowing you got paid for every bushel, understanding where the costs are going – it's hard to do that in real time on the farm. It's just, it's hard to do it in spreadsheets and in the back of a napkin or in your head. And so at that kitchen table, when you've got a digital native generation who's coming on farm, who frankly doesn't want to write anything down, but they'll text all night long, right? You've got that generation that's present and you've got the generation that's done it in an analog way. Uh, the, the, the magic of this is we're replicating the analog we're replicating the analog. The way that the budget's built in our system, they're going to look at it and go, that's how I build it in my head today. So it, it, it respects the way things have been done, but puts it in a digital environment so it's easy for multiple generations and, frankly, multiple parts of the farm. Not everybody on the farm does everything. It's not uncommon for us to have a, you know, a brother, father, sister where the, you know, one of the, the brother is the, really the agronomist making all the decisions around field inputs. And uh, the sister might be running the back office, tying out all the invoices and cash payments and making sure that you know the, the checkbook is running. And the father might be doing marketing. And they all have different needs. And if they all had their own information on their own spreadsheets in their own places, guess what? They're not talking to each other. So, so these systems also help bring everybody into a common view. So it, it's a couple different facets at that table. Now, having said that, I've been at many kitchen tables where the farmer says, look, I bought this system before it didn't work. I bought this system before it didn't work. There's a, there, there is some scarring from technology promise not delivered. And that's everywhere, but in particular, we've seen it in some of our farm clients. And I would also argue five years ago, you know, there's a lot of little systems that didn't talk to each other. So all of a sudden, being digital actually may have made your life more difficult because you've got, well, I've got to log into this system to get this piece of information. That's, we're on the precipice. We're at the end 
of the beginning, the foundations have now been built for producers where this information is starting to move seamlessly uh, in a high quality way. And that's where we sit. We sit at that hub at the farm, bringing these pieces together. And so the table conversation is a continuous change. Digital, there's not a farmer I've met. Actually, I've got a great story about a farm I was on in Iowa. Uh, father is 78 years old. The son is 42. The father still runs the farm. Absolutely runs the farm. Number two pencil, yellow notepads. And I and I and he's good. I mean, his notes are fantastic. He runs that farm. And he said, "Look, I know what you guys are doing. It's the future. I get it." And I said, "Well, you know, are you interested?" He said, "Not at all. Nope. I know my system works. It works great." And I said, "Okay. Well, is your son going to run the farm the same way?" He says, "Oh no, he's going to be a client of yours. Nope. Nope. Well, it, he, he will not farm the way I farm. I know that." But I want to make sure that he has a system like yours so that when he's in control, he can take my way of farming or the, the learning that I had on this farm for generations, and it's not lost. It's now preserved in a system that's his. I mean, but, but you see what I'm saying? It's a really great question, and I think it's, it's interesting for me because we're seeing – you know, I'll just give you an analogy, right? It's like the fax machine. I, I'm old enough, fortunately, old enough to remember when – Everybody, you know, fax machines were the thing. And all of a sudden, email, like, what's this email thing? Ah, it's just a, no one's going to email. That's, you know, come on, that's crazy. <laughs> and then the transition happens. It's natural. Yep. And, and Robert, bringing this back to Whipfully's partnership with Conservice, how, how is this data utilized? How is it respected? And and, and what, what is the overall goal in, in taking that data that the producers are, are putting in and then going to the accounting and also the advice and management and all the other opportunities that you are providing producers to reimagine their operations? Let's talk about Whipfley's role in this collaboration. Absolutely. As Pat was mentioning, you know, many of the conversations we have are at the kitchen table also. And one of the things we are really looking forward to in working with clients is having a platform that allows us to have better conversations to say, where are your cost of funds? Uh, you know, where are your cost of funds, cost of inputs? Where are you seeing expenses and revenues heading? And we actually have data that we can go in and, and have solid conversations. Of course, farmers always have known these things in in different ways on the back of a piece of paper in their head or in a spreadsheet. But now we can really do some scenario building, uh, have discussions of where we think things are headed and start to do some long-term planning. Exactly as Pat said, if you're going to be transferring it over to a digital native generation where they're going to have a different way of running the farm, let's start that conversation now. It was really important for us and our team as a trusted advisor to find an independent uh, platform like Conservice that had that same mindset that we are a trusted advisor and we are focused on helping have better outcomes in an operation or on a farm. And using a platform like Conservice that integrates into accounting systems is a definite bonus. You know, many of our farmers are used to using QuickBooks or a product like Sage Intact. And the thought of having to rekey something or uh, manually transfer data is really not an issue when you have the right solution, such as Conservice, to um, transfer the data easily. And uh, it makes the end-of-year processes tax 
uh, prep all of those things much easier when you have everything in a, in a place and in a space where you're ready to go. And also, Robert and Pat, you can jump in on this question as well. Uh, f- producers are always wary about where their data and where their information is going to be shared. Can can you talk about the responsibility that both Whiplink and Service have in, in taking care of that private data that these producers don't want the world knowing about? Pat, maybe if you want to start and then I'll yeah. jump in as to why we thought it was important to work with your team. I think Robert mentioned early on something really critical, which is this notion of independence. So we're an independent platform of our, our clients are only farmers. And so we've taken a client first view of the world, which is we protect our farmers. It's their data. We don't, uh, there's no embedded right to use. We don't share with it. It is always the farmer's data to the point even where if they want to share it with someone, that's at their discretion, not ours. Right, so we, we've taken a trusted advisor uh, view on our relationship with the grower. Because we're not selling anything else other than our capabilities, we're also not entangling that data with the purchase of inputs or a tractor or you know, go down the list of things that there are a variety of digital technologies that are being kind of provided through and with seed chemistry for and uh, machinery. Now, what we do is we interact with those. So there, there's actually a great conversation about if you're partnering with a technology that does have access to your data, but you're bringing it into conservice where we protect you, you, you may still be having data that's available to other parties and not know it. And so this whole data conversation around the farm is becoming an, a really, really important issue. Uh, and that's why we've taken the hardest line, which is it is the farmer's data. We also believe it's the role of the advisor to continue to protect that. I think that's, Robert, I'll let you speak to that. Yeah, absolutely, Pat. You know, that was so important for us as our farmer's trusted advisor. We felt that there are so many places where people are looking to use farmer's data, not necessarily against them, but certainly to determine as Pat said, pricing inputs, seed inputs, fertilizer, all of those things. And our stance as a firm is that the farmer's data should be used first and foremost to improve their profitability and their operations and their legacy. And so we are really committed to that and understanding where the farmer's data goes and how it's used and putting that 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 customer first mentality that Pat and his team have really aligned with us. And that is let's get the data in a usable form so that our client can use it to better their operations. And it's not something that's being uh, turned against them. We've also been really finding that the data if used properly in a platform that works can help see what the promises from some of their under other vendors deliver on. You know, what are the yields that they're supposed to receive? How much should the cost be on a per acre basis or a per harvest uh, basis? And the tool like service really does matter and shows the power of the data, even if it's coming in from other systems. Now, Pat, as 
your team is out in the countryside talking with producers. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot of folks that say, you know, nope, I'm not, I don't want to do it. This is a sales pitch, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure there's a lot of excuses out there. What are some of those uh, preconceived notions individuals have about a great product like this when it maybe maybe cost and again maybe maybe they're they're not quite uh, they have their guard up a little bit uh what are some of those examples and what are some of those ways that uh, you help uh, share that information and maybe break down that brick wall that a producer might be putting up between you and a product that could really help benefit their operation Sure, sure. I mean, you're you're exactly right. Some of it's preconceived notions, like you know, oh, I've seen this before. I know it's not for me. It's not going to work. And technology does have the capability to advance really quickly. I mean, we're we're seeing year over year in terms of our functionality that makes it even easier and better for the farmer. That it, it's hard to imagine how quickly these things can move. <clears throat> so there's some embedded. Don't need it. There, there is actually a, a part of the farming uh, uh, universe that's not really interested in being that digital, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, uh, you know, probably the other thing I've seen is um, from a, like a price perspective. Usually, usually if you find a farmer who knows what they want, they know they want to be organized and get every penny out of every dollar. They know they can't do it all in their head. And those are the farmers that we find tend to sit down at the kitchen table and say, well, tell me how, what, what is it you do and how does it work on my farm, right? You, you have to really not just talk about technology in the abstract. You have to bring it down to a level of practical, real, sensible purposes, like here's how this works. And you go, oh, wow, that's actually really interesting. That's something I do mentally or I imagine I'm doing, but now it's actually here. And so where we find it's really critical is connecting those dots, really showing what's possible. Uh, and, and to the point where I'd almost say that there's kind of a divide. There are the digital farms who are incredible. We have some farmers that are pushing our system to the limits. I mean, we don't have to, we're not having to convince them of what's possible. They're actually imagining all the things they want to do now that they've mastered, you know, the capabilities we have. And then we have other farms where they're using uh, pieces of our system. Maybe they're just using it to manage their harvest process because they really aren't ready or aren't interested in the rest. And I, I think that's that's the approach you have to take with digital at the farm gate. And that's what our clients are asking for is don't give me too much. I don't want to be overwhelmed with it. But I also want to know that if, I, if I'm working with you, that you're going to be there for me as I grow and change. And that, I think, is the real discussion. It's, it's even less about the technology and the cost. It's more about, can I do it? Am I going to see value? You know, Give me a value statement. What is it we're really going to create here? And who are you? <laughs> are you going to be here for me in the future? You know, How are you protecting my data? Who are you partnered with? Right? Partnering with groups like Whipley is so critical because they're, they're trusted. They are, they are thinking about their clients, their farmers' health financially and operationally and when you can start to connect the dots on having that type of advisory and care with uh you know technology that's really practical i mean that's where you start to get the real bang for your buck in terms of what the farm can not only do operationally but i mean there's this whole other thing we haven't talked about yet which is market access more and more market mm -hmm. access there there's a demand on data for 
How did you grow it? Can it be audited? Can you prove it to me? And I'll pay a premium or you'll have access to market because you've got this data. Well, and I do want to talk about market access. That is so important. But but first, uh, that, that question that a producer might have is, you know, I, I, I might be an older generation producer. I don't I, I have a smartphone. I maybe don't understand all aspects of technology. Yeah. But, you know, they may say, oh, but I, I don't want to be tied up with a tech issue. And I, when I could be out uh, spraying my fields. So I guess that comes to my, my question. Let's just talk maybe about the team that you have that is there out in the countryside available to assist producers when when they're actually trying to weigh the the cost in the time that goes into uh, uh, uh you know their inputs in, inputting information let's talk about your team that you have surrounding these producers yep great great uh, uh thank you uh, so we actually have an account team a sales and account management team but we have a customer success team. And I would even say, I describe our company as a service enabled with technology as opposed to just technology. So we are the care and feeding and support alongside our product for those growers. So we, our team, we, we implement, we configure, we train, we actually get to know the farms and help them through each part of their farm cycle. Uh, we partner with uh, service providers like Whipley that might actually uh, help those farms do other forms of data management using our platform. Um, no, th- this is uh, – I don't believe any digital platform can be successful on farm without providing a level of thoughtful, curated service. You have to be there for the farmer. You know, to build on what Pat's saying, Lane, uh, in our most recent uh, implementation, one of the things that is probably a, a big hurdle that many farmers assume is that it's going to be hard to use the software or hard to understand it. In this case, the the ease of use is is so different than in previous generations of platforms. And I will say, having worked now with Pat's customer success team, they are phenomenal uh, in being able to really understand what is needed, what module, what type of um, service under the platform is needed. The, the system itself is super easy to use. And it's not necessarily a training that, in my experience, on how to use the system so much as Pat's customer success team is focused on how is this particular farm operation going to use the platform to maximize its return on investment. Pat, would you kind of agree with that approach? Uh, completely. And to the point where our, our customer success team, you know, they, they come from farms. Uh, uh, they are in the field working with our farmers. It's, it's all about getting uh, the biggest return on investment for, for, for what that farm is doing, which means you have to know the farm. It's something we're quite proud of. And, and Robert, of course, the Whiffley team, they know the farmers as well. <clears throat> and as we look at trying to really look at that bottom line, save money, make money, let's talk maybe about uh, how that input transfer to Whiffley, that saves time, that saves money for both the producer and also for the Whiffley team as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Lane. You know, we, we've worked with many generations of the same family of clients, and we have that, that legacy view. 
And one of the things we do know is that the time spent on things like accounting or transferring data or inputting data is a real cost to any farm operation. And so when we were looking at options of who we can um, partner with, one of the things that attracted us to the Conservice platform is that ease of data uh, exchange, I guess you'd call it, between an accounting system, between um, you know our other uh, sources of data like weather or machinery, and that makes a huge difference for when you're going to want to use it, for how often you're going to want to use it, and then when it comes for us coming to sit down at the, the kitchen table and talk about things, everything's pretty much ready to go. It's not the hurdle of saying, oh, I need to get this information in there. The information's already in there, so we can have good conversations all the time when our clients are using a system such as Conservice. Over the last two-plus years, we've actually been working uh, with a very large bank uh, that's a leader in ag lending to extend our functionality to be more, a more comprehensive financial toolkit that links operational activities, decisions, costs into a more holistic financial view that can then be tightly linked in with accounting, because accounting sometimes is it's a laggard view, but when you start to have a financial and operational linkage, you actually get a real time and even a future view What's my actual the budget? How am I sitting today? And as we assembled all that, we actually created a, an underwriting report that a farmer can create with the, with the idea that our goal is to help facilitate faster access to capital and, and lending when needed uh, as you know, in-season opportunities come up. It's the one, we hear that over and over and over again from our clients. Help me take action faster with this information. And I think when we started, when, I know when we started to work with Whipfling, we started to show this capability. I think that really meshed in some of the advisory and core competencies of Whipfling. You're absolutely right, Pat. We could really focus in on having true advice conversations instead of data management conversations or just bookkeeping conversations. And Pat, expanding upon the point of, of having that data where you can really be transparent with your lending uh, team, with your accounting team, when we look at the historical record keeping, um, and once a producer has utilized the service for quite some time, um, you can really compare previous year's activity or year-over-year -year activity so much better down to the T um, that That is just so important as we move forward, and especially as producers may want to expand, may want to buy the neighbors out or, or looking at different diversification on it, that, that history is going to be worth so much more in the next 5, 10, and 20 years for a family operation. Well, and we've got, to your point, we've actually got clients that have been long-term clients, early days, who, because they've curated all their data and are essentially with us, they're actually able to take advantage of carbon opportunities quickly because they can fulfill all of the historic data requirements to get access to the scientific calculations that give kind of a carbon, um, you know, what the sequestration amount could be or should be and how that translates into dollars. It, 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 that's just one example of many where, you know, these new opportunities to translate your farm practice 
your farm finances into a, a weapon. I mean, it's a it's a competitive advantage. Now, also, there may be a producer sitting here listening to the podcast thinking, gosh darn, this sounds like it would only be for a big operation that's farming quite a few sections, uh, producing a lot of different crops. Uh, what, what is your response to that, Pat? And, and how can the tools that you provide be tooled exactly for a producer of any size? Uh, so, great question. Uh, we have farms that are 1,000 acres in size and 100,000 acres in size. The thing I find common amongst them is not size of farm. It's it's desire. It's the man. It's the farmer's aptitude, the management aptitude of what they want. We can we can make the size of the system work for any farm. But what we can't do is make you want to be somebody who wants to use a system for your farm, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if, if you're a large farm. With a lot of inventory depots, you might be more focused on cost of production and inventory management, uh, where maybe some of our smaller farms are more focused on they want to see crop analytics. They want to understand if they're getting the most out of every acre that they run. And so we we can tune. Again, it's, it's taking the time to know your clients, taking the time to recommend the best solution, and Size actually is less of an issue. It's more about what is it that the farm's capabilities and desires are, and is there a fit? Exactly. And as we look at more of the opportunities for producers to actually have that data and see the outcomes of what their field rates may be, how much they actually seeded, how much fertilizer was utilized, and break it down and really look at the outcome and it also kind of gives them an advantage when they're looking at what they may need to purchase uh, for the next round of working with a vendor or their local co-op as well. Or, or, or how much contracted grain they, they, they pre-contracted versus uh, expected production and what do they want to do with the, the marketable balance? I mean, especially in these volatile price times. I mean, knowing your inventory and your expected inventory is critical and knowing what you've got contracted and then tying that back out into your costs. Yeah. It also can help with making decisions on when to hire help or when not to hire help to pass point. And also as uh, we bring it back to that traceability conversation, gentlemen, uh, so many consumers, whether it's here in the United States or, or around the world, uh, there, there's uh, a lot of uh, food trends and changes and where people want to know where a product is coming from. It, and, uh, you know, it, it could be flowers, it, it could be grain, it, it could be hummus, what, what, whatever product that they are buying and consuming, uh, they're, they're con- they want to be conscientious of where they are buying that product. Uh, how does traceability and tracking, how can that be uh, – an opportunity for a producer to expand their markets and, and how does conservice uh, uh, provide an opportunity for that? Yeah. I mean, every region and every crop has its own unique opportunity. I mean, even if you look at cotton as a fiber, right, there's a lot of major clothier <laughs> producers that are now forcing traceability of all of the aspects of the, you know, is it non-GMO or GMO cotton? How was it produced? What was its water consumption? And that's, you know, finding its way on the label of a pair of jeans. And so the, the farmer has an opportunity 
to participate in those supply chains when they can meet those kind of commercial requirements. And and I would say if you were to look at our product roadmap of what our farmers are asking for, 20, 30 percent of it right now is is compliance related. Uh, whether it be you know nitrogen and, and nutrition management as it relates to regenerative agriculture or or potential environmental impact, uh, we've got uh, one really interesting one uh, in Australia, which uh, is something called Fresh Care. Anything that's a food grade product, the farmers, in order to get access to the market, literally have to track the lot code of the chemistry they acquired that's manufacture date and lot code against the spray that was put onto that crop. And it has to show up in a diary form of, you know, kind of a running list of everything by lot code. It's complex. And if you don't pass the audit, you may not get access to that market. So we're seeing that everywhere right now. Um, different speeds of, of, of uh, acceptance, different forms. And unfortunately where it gets the most complicated is when there's more than one. It's not just one market compliance, it's multiple. Um, but that's the opportunity and the obligation, right? If you're obligated to deliver, why not turn it into an opportunity? Take that data set, turn it into a tool, get access to different markets, price up if possible. Um, but, but we're seeing it become fairly pervasive. Elaine, these are the type of uh, conversations we want to have with our clients and why we enjoy having Pat's team be part of them. because there is so much more to consider now on the farm than ever before as consumers have more and more questions about where their food's coming from, the clothing they're wearing. And really this type of, of platform is a tool that a farmer has to have if they want to participate as Pat said in these markets. And also Pat on the technology aspect of it, I, I'm assuming all this is, is through a cloud-based system. Am, am I correct in that assumption? Our, our system is cloud-based with a variety of smartphone and tablet apps that can work offline and online. Uh, the, the art of being successful on-farm is to recognize that not all of the sources of data are going to be cloud-based. So we've devised ways to collect information from, I'll give you an example, we can collect uh, truck scale, let's say you have a truck scale at a bin site that you're, you're weighing your grain as it goes into storage. We can collect that information from that truck scale and then tie it out to your production. So it, we are cloud-based, but we've had to find and innovate ways to get access to data that's not. Uh, even accounting systems, you know, we still have a variety of accounting systems that are run on desktops. Well, how do we get that information linked into a cloud system? We built tools to do that. Um, really critical part of simplifying and easing the use of a true farm management system. Now, Robert, with some of your clients, um, they're probably, uh, a lot of folks are multi-generational. Uh, there's different partners within, say, a family farming operation, corporation as well. And so there, there's always uh, different aspects, especially in estate planning. And I know Whipley provides some great succession pre-planning, uh, executing the, the uh, succession planning of a farm or ranch. And so when we look at leasing and land negotiations and ownership splits within the families, 
How how has uh, tools provided through Conservus uh, helped you all out? And, and then Pat, I'll, I'll let you jump in on, on how uh, how those tools are utilized through your platform. But Robert, I'll I'll give you the the floor first. Um, thank you, Lane. Yeah, as you do know, we have a, a very robust uh, business transition group that helps farm operations and families figure out how to best transition when it's uh, the time's right and when it's appropriate. We do know that ownership splits and understanding historical records, year-over-year activity and decisions uh, becomes really key at those points, not only just for the sake of uh, family relationships, but for the sake of how we're going to value certain things, how we're going to make very critical tax decisions. The more that we can have that, what we like to call a secure source of truth, a system like Conservice where all family members, all stakeholders in the conversation can go back and start to really see how the farm has operated over the past several years, how uh, money has been made or money has been lost, and where particular fields are performing well, if there is a, a lease uh, negotiations involved or, or land sale involved, a platform such as Conservus is absolutely critical in those conversations. So Pat had mentioned earlier one of his clients, you know, maybe a particular generation is not comfortable moving to a farm platform. But what we are advocating with our customers is to at least consider how the next generation is going to operate the farm and start to think about what is the key information and data that that current generation of ownership needs to have readily available to help the planning process and to really help save the family relationships. All of us know that when we're doing a transition, a generational transition or splitting up assets, the more that we can move the conversation out of emotion and into actual performance and actual data, it makes things go so much more smoothly. And Pat, I'll let you talk about your experience here as well. Uh, I'm going to actually write off of what Robert said. So in, in when the farmers using our system, we have the capability for them to manage by operating unit uh, and then also capture any splits they might have. So it's not uncommon where you might have a, uh, a unit that holds uh, quarter section, and in that quarter section, you've agreed that this family member is going to pay for the fertilizer, this family member is going to pay for you know the other inputs, and there's going to be a yield split. Because we're able to track all that and then give you a really detailed report of what happened, how things were uh, uh, properly allocated to each person or business, it, to Robert's point, all of a sudden now you, you have a view of the financial health of the farm by its entities, by its members. And you didn't have to do something. You just farmed like you normally would, but because we're keeping those business rules in one place, you can now really see the flow of these partnerships. And uh, I, more than once we've heard that we've saved a, a family member fight because <laughs> there was so much detail to really show, you know, where it was purchased, how much it cost, how it got applied, what the split was. Um, uh, it sounds simple, but, you know, as farms get more complex, these business rules also get more complex. 
It also helps with uh, our good conversations with Uncle Sam. (laughs) (laughs) You always want to have a good conversation with Uncle Sam when it comes uh, to the taxing of things. (laughs) And Robert, as we look at the platform and the farm management tool that is Conservus, you know, somebody might be listening, well, well, maybe I'll just uh, try this out and I'm going to use it for a year or two and, and just, uh, just kind of go on it uh, on my own and, and maybe not include um, an advisor like Whipfly in, in their CPA. How important is it, though, the relationship that you, that Whipfly and Conservice, uh, having that relationship with the client then in, in evaluating um, the, the actual goal of looking at your bottom line, having that return of investment to where you want it, and then utilizing that farm management platform to the best of their ability, and why it's so important to have a Whipfully farmer can service connection altogether. Yeah, I think Pat mentioned earlier, in the past there have been a lot of platforms out there that different farms have tried and maybe not with success why we are choosing to partner with Conservice is we feel there is an importance to not only having the farm management platform help with operations, but having a trusted advisor such as your CPA, such as Whipley there to think about some of the things you may not be thinking of in any one season, harvest or cycle. And that is where are we going long-term what is going to be the impact of, for instance, ownership splits? What is going to be the impact of how we allocate costs? What is going to be the impact of how we negotiate a particular lease or a particular tract of land? And we view this partnership and this platform as critical to having really good, meaningful conversations at the right time. Because again, platforms like this are available 24-7, and because they're easy to use, the data can be imported, we're not rekeying, we can actually be there to help figure out the best way to get the system implemented and really think about how to use it. And I'll turn it over to Pat. I think um, you have some good points here as well. So having, with our clients, they're already naturally using their advisors. They have an agronomic advisor. They have a a bank they're working with in some form. They have a a, a CPA firm. And so, you know, we we actually support all of them in different ways. What we really, really like about Wifley is that we think the most important and most urgent thing to continually monitor and watch is cost and profits. And so that gets back to this linkage of real good operational data that can be you know, married next to a, a financial set. There's only so many groups that do that really well and can bring that level of advice and clarity to a farm. And, and there's only so many platforms, I would argue, I think we're the only one that can do it the way we've done it, to reveal that information in a way that you're now not spending time on non-value add. Let's spend time on value add. Let's get really smart with smart people that understand how to look at this information. And so, you know, whether you're using a platform or not, or using Whipfleet or not, uh, you you may be missing out on opportunities 
because you're not seeing it's the unknown unknowns, right? It's the it's the unknown unknowns, and by bringing intelligence together with a platform, you start to find those opportunities. And ultimately, Pat and I have had these conversations. If you want to build a family farm legacy, if it's important for you to have that intergenerational connection, now is the time to really consider how how these things all merge together, Lane. Now, Robert, also a great opportunity for producers to learn more about uh, uh, Conservus and Whiffley. Uh, We'll be at that upcoming Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, uh, July 20th through the 22nd, excuse me. Uh, Could you share a little more about this event and Whiffley's involvement with it as well? Yeah, Wisconsin Farm Technology Days is a great place for producers to come and learn about what are the different types of technologies Uh, not only just equipment, but all the types of technologies that we're seeing in the marketplace. It's full of great conversations, great people to meet, and there's a lot of seminars and learning that can be done. Uh, We will be there. Pat and I will be on stage. I forget which day, Pat, uh, talking about the platform and and actually having one of our customer successes uh, on stage with us. So we'd love to see everyone there, Lane. And again, friends, the Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 20th through the 22nd. Make sure and visit them online. Check it out. Again, a lot of folks probably going to turn up as we stretch our legs, as uh, folks get vaccinated and uh, are ready to go out and and mingle and and learn about uh, how they can enhance their operations across the region and the nation. Uh, gentlemen, are, are there any other key points that you would like to share here with us today before I let you get back uh, to, to your busy work days? You know, the thing I'd, I'd, I'd ask every farmer who has interest is, is to, you know, we believe education is a critical part of making good decisions. Reach out. You know, we actually enjoy just taking the time to show what's possible. Um, and, and I think, you know, bringing a level of, of of um, understanding of what's possible is, is is its own journey. And so, you know, we'd love to uh, have the opportunity. I would echo that. Pat's team does not bite, so I would totally recommend having a uh, kick at the kick at the tires and just take a look at the system. Start thinking about your own operations. Where is it that you don't have good data? Where is it you make better decisions? And you know, turn to your CPA and have some of the discussions if they don't know about it. Lane, uh, listeners can certainly reach out to me and the other people on the ag team and, and learn a little bit more about what we do. And we're happy to make the introduction to Pat and his team. Well, again, thank you both for joining us here today and, and really uh, diving into an important uh, aspect of the future of the nation's farms. Uh, for more information, friends, on Whipley, of course, make sure and visit them at Whipley.com. And you can also check out their Agra business and uh, accounting opportunities for your agricultural operations as well. And also visit conservice.ag, that is C-O-N-S-E-R-V-I-S dot A-G, for more information on the technology born and raised on the farm. Gentlemen, thank you both so much for joining us here today and sharing more about these important tools that producers can utilize to help stay in business and look at their bottom lines and expand their opportunities out in the countryside. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. 
Thank you. All right, friends, that will do it for today's Agriculture Conversation on the Lancast Ag Podcast. I'm Lane Northland. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.